Welcome to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Training Podcast for serious-minded, deep-thinking, career-oriented network marketing pros who are sick of the fluff and appreciate the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Now here's your host who has produced over 200 hours of real-world training for the industry, 30-plus years network marketing pro, Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. I am super stoked, fired up to bring this session to you and introduce you to a friend of mine and someone if you haven't known about, you will in the future, Mr. Curry Russell. The reason this podcast was started was to try to communicate to leaders around the industry one fundamental belief. And I understand that most network marketing teachers, trainers, gurus don't believe their own spiel, much less that of someone else. I get that. I understand it. But the fundamental belief, the the mentality that I believe will change the entire industry is simply your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that you develop, and that's a key word, develop on your team. I'll say it again. Your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that you develop on your team. Leaders, teams, can only be developed systematically through systems. Personality is not duplicatable, only systems are as franchises have shown us and proven for years and years and years. You go into big box stores, it doesn't matter. You look at any well-run teams, they're based around systems and processes and not personalities. When this happens for someone, when you take, when you find someone that's got a lot of natural, because everybody builds it on their God-given talent, skills, abilities, uh, credibility in the community, uh, communication skills. They have an extra dose of something. If you look at the top of every network marketing organization, you see the same six type of personalities as I've talked about in previous podcasts. But when someone actually has what I call the leadership development paradigm shift, it's a magical thing. It's a magical thing. I sincerely believe that 99% of the people in this profession have never experienced, truly experienced, the leadership development paradigm shift. They understand it conceptually. Conceptually, they get it. I mean, Zig told us, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. But how do I apply that and how do I implement that systematically, sequentially on my team. When someone has the leadership development paradigm shift, it's beyond an aha moment. It's literally business altering. And in my opinion, it's what separates the people that earn six figures in this profession from those that earn seven figures. It is the the reason most six-figure earners after they hit six figures are out of the industry in five years is because they never had this paradigm shift. 
So with that, it's my pleasure to introduce a very kind-hearted human being, uh, Mr. Curry Russell. Guys, you're in a tr- you're in for a treat today. There's absolutely no no way you're not. I'm excited. Got a special guest with us, Curry Russell. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thank you so much, Dale. Glad to have you here. I'm excited. I'm excited about this conversation. Good, 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 good. I'd like to uh, start off uh, just kind of let people know what's going on in your world today, a little bit about your family, where you live, that type of thing. Who is Curry Russell? Man, Dale, it's Curry Russell is a journey. (laughs) Um, I I came from uh, ultra humble beginnings, broken home. My mom was uh, 15 years old. Dad was 19. Um, Grew up, you know, parents got divorced when I was five, bounced from, you know, every type of living environment from trailers to grandparents' basements. Um, Finally, when I was 12, moved to live with my dad. And, uh, you know, that's when I started having a little bit more discipline in my, my life in, in a structured way as opposed to just uh, being beat into me through, through the, the negatives from earlier in my life. Um, and s- spent that younger part of my life having a, a father figure who was, um, you know, a professional power lifter, wanted to be, you know, had world records, was one of the best in the world at what he did. Um, and it was it was literally um, ingrained in me that I could do anything that I set myself out to do. Um, but I I spent the next what twenty twenty five years trying to work my way to success, and I I literally have bounced from. Um, you know, I joined the army at 20 years old, went to war in Afghanistan, uh, chased rank in the army, got out and did computer jobs in Tennessee and met my lovely, lovely bride, my wife, Jennifer. Um, we, we now have two kids living in West Virginia. And when I was 36 years old or 35 years old in a day, my life, uh, transitioned so it's it's been a wild ride of of multiple multiple uh, career changes, multiple uh, I've, I've traveled around the world. I've got to experience lots and lots of people, and I love people, Dale. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. So how did you find the the network marketing profession? Strangely enough. Yeah, well, it, my, I had an Army buddy from back in when I was in the Army who, uh, honestly, him and I were not great friends. We're better friends now than we were in the Army. Um, he actually found me on Facebook traveling all over the place when I was with my job, and he started sending me messages back in 2012 uh, about a travel company, and I was, I was um, not ready. I was not It just wasn't for me at the time. I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. And in 2014, my career had changed again. We had a little bit more income. And at the same time, I wasn't traveling as much with my new career. And strangely enough, to be really honest, I was running out of hotel points and I was looking for a way to save some money on vacations. 
And he actually stopped me from buying a timeshare and I found and, and, and he, I got the product. And strangely enough, the product led me to go into an event about three hours from my house on a Saturday morning, left my house at like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. to get up there for the event, sat through a meeting with a guy um, who flew his own airplane to go to that meeting. And when I was there and because of my faith and because of what I, you know, my previous life, I kept putting all the pieces together. And I literally said to this guy during a break, I said, I said, uh, Jesus Christ was the first network marketer, wasn't he? He goes, you figured it out. And I'm telling you, Dale, it was that moment that I knew what I wanted to do. I knew that all of, all of this has a purpose, the, 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 the people building, the fun, the, the sharing, the, the struggle. I knew it was worth it. And I, was, I just got excited then, and I haven't stopped. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, it's funny to me. You say way back in 2012, you're a youngster. <laughs> you're a youngster. Oh um, yeah. Um, what's what do you think when you decided you wanted to build a team and and get things going and build a business? What do you believe is was maybe the number one mistake that you made in the beginning? Oh man, I'm a talker. <laughs> I'm I'm a talker. Number one mistake you uh, make in in any in any home based business is talking. I think the 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 worst thing that you that we all do is have that verbal vomit where we go out to every single person that we know and we just blast them with too much information. And I did that, and I did it with my my best friend. And I, I'll tell you, I, the the biggest mistake I made led to the biggest growth I had. Though um, my best friend, he was he was doing the travel, or he was traveling as much as I was, but in his personal life. And I thought this thing I had was going to be the thing that was going to change his life and help him with me. And so I went and told him, and he told me, and his wife told me that this would never work, and that was blah, 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 and they gave me, you know, uh, multiple no's, and I, I was devastated. So my blabbing led to me understanding how to handle a no. So I will say that my biggest mistake in learning it led me to learning to be um, okay with hearing no. And listening a little more. Oh, man, listening, finding out if something's even for somebody. I mean, there's, there's tons of lessons to be learned to, to, to finding who you should be talking to to begin with. Yeah, and, and, you know, I know a lot of leaders that listen to this podcast, one of the biggest mistakes that, that are the biggest fears that they have is people are going to go out and just start doing what most people do, which is pretty predictable, and it's get excited and start, as you said, fire hosing everybody. Mm -hmm. So this will probably be a good session for people to share with their team just for no other reason than that, but we're going to get into some good stuff as we continue. Um, I know over 
probably the past eight, ten months since we've met, um, you've heard me say at least a dozen times that your long-term income in network marketing in this business model is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that you develop on your team. Uh, is that a fair statement that you've heard me say that <laughs> multiple times? Dale, I've heard you. I've heard you preach that to me. So yes. Okay. Now, the people that listen to this podcast, they they hear me say it almost every episode, and it's really kind of the theme of why we do this podcast. So why in the world did you call me a few days ago telling me that your your brain has dropped out on the floor, you had to pick it up and put it back, but you finally get it? That was a call I'll never forget. So, So just what happened, man? Dale, I, I was, I've listened to you tell me, we just talked a couple of days ago about it. We, we, we've been, you've been trying to, you know, help me and help others with this concept that, you know, developing leaders is the most important thing. And the other day I'm on a phone call with a friend and we're, we're talking and I, I've, I've made the statement for the 700th time that I'm selling hammers. I'm, I said, I'm, I'm the, I'm the uh, salesperson at Hammer Time Hardware and I'm just trying to sell a hammer. And it struck me like a, a pile of bricks. Like I've been, I, I mean, I literally couldn't talk and had to get off the phone because I realized that while I was selling hammers, there was nobody working as the shift manager and there was nobody setting up the general manager and there was nobody preparing. I'm just, I I literally have spent the last four years putting people in a sales job, not preparing anybody to put more people in the sales job. And I didn't get it. I, I totally have missed it for, for these four years as I've put, hundreds of people in my business, I just put them in and I don't put them into a system. And there, there's no, you think you are. And then let, me, let me make sure that I, that I make this statement correctly because in my head, I thought I was. In my head, I thought that if I gave them our getting started guide, they'd just go out and do it. Like if they, cause I did. Like I, I didn't need my upline or sideline or cousin or anybody coming to me telling me how to build my business, I got excited and I went and did it. But if I can be really blunt, most people don't have that mindset. They have an employee mindset because of the way that they've been raised. And if you give them a product or service and they've never done anything like this before, and you tell them just to go, here's your here's your getting started guide, they don't have a clue what to do. And when and I've been doing that. I've been I've been doing that for four years and I don't even know why half the people are even deciding to become affiliates besides the fact that they think they can make a couple dollars, but they're it just hit me, Dale. It hit me like I became so aware of what I was failing to do. I became so aware of what I needed to do all at the same time. And it just was almost over. It was so overwhelming that I, I mean, I was just 
dumbfounded. <laughs> oh. I know, I know you were, and it was like, my gosh, what has happened? It, because once you really see it, it's like, how did you not ever, how did you not see this from day one? Would you agree with that? I, no doubt. Like, I don't know how I could possibly have missed it. Like, I look at this, looking back at the last four years, looking at what I've done. I mean. Dale, I'm the guy that's building team web pages and team all this stuff, but I'm just plugging them in to being on the team, not setting them up to lead a team. And I just I, I, let me let me I don't I don't mean to stammer on my words, but I no, I will you're, say you're that doing great, man. Well, I will say that I got into network marketing and my uplines didn't exist. And so in my head, I think that I did what people typically do who don't have any upline guidance is that you do what, you, what you're taught and you do what was done for you. And there are leaders out there who are leading amazing teams and doing some incredible things for their people because somebody got them started right. Somebody asked them the right questions. Somebody plugged those people into the right systems. But many of us, many of us come into these businesses through, through excitement, right? Somebody shows you something they're excited about. You get excited about it too. Now both of you have no clue what to do. There's no, there's no real, unless you go search for it, help inside your business. And so unless leaders develop more leaders, you're just going to have this round robin of the exact same thing over and over and over again. That's right. It's a treadmill that you can't ever get off of. It's like distributors on a hamster wheel. Yeah, but it but it's an epidemic at this point, right? I mean, it's the, an epi- the audience... It's an ep- Absolutely, absolute epidemic in every company that I've ever been around in the last 15 years. Every single one of them. It's the blind leading the blind. And not to say so, they're not good people. And I know, see, you, 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 you would do anything for your people. You were, you know, you did everything that you knew to do for your people, probably from day one. But since I've known you, yep. But it, it, you know, it, build people, people build the business. We're in the leadership development business. Your long-term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that you develop on your team. So, so Dale, let me ask you: being that you've got a great deal of experience, and I know you're asking me questions, but what at what point does a company any company out there start taking not just advantage of the massive um, sales force that they've grown but start even internally developing leaders to create an even bigger leadership 
that is the million dollar question. And oh. my experience has shown that uh, if you if you can do it from the day the company started, and this is you know this is this is how our franchise is going to work, like a McDonald's or a Burger King and our Starbucks, when they pull up to the window, that we're going to say, welcome to Starbucks. What can we get started for you today? And we're going to do that in every location all over the country. And most network marketing organizations are started by people that came out of the field, and they've never experienced that. They don't understand that concept. It's always about uh, what, what individuals can do. So I've gone into multiple companies multiple companies the ownership they want to they want to implement this they see it uh this is the way it has to be done it's not an option duplication stops when when people are hearing multiple messages from multiple people you know it's like we don't walk into uh a mcdonald's and they don't they don't ask you know do you would you like a, a a Burger King burger? You know, it's just it, there's reasons things duplicate and there's reasons things don't, and and some people really start understanding this and seeing it, and then you walk in, and I've had it happen multiple times, and we want to put together a system that we can implement all together on the same team, and egos, egos in the field prevent it from happening. Don't like it. You, but, you're talking you're, you're talking specifically about this is my team, and this is my T-shirt, and this is all the stuff that we're doing. Yeah, and this is what we do, and no, we're not going to teach people how to effectively launch their business in their local media because I'm the whatever, you know, we do this, our team does that. And, and, and it's really funny because, you know, by the time I arrive and it's like, well, we do this and we do that. And it's like, okay, let's look at you. How long you've been here? Five years. Okay. Let's look at your income and the growth of your organization the last three years. And it's always on a downward tr- trend. So obviously what you're doing has not taken you where you thought it was going to. Why not stop and put everybody on the same page as Mark Yarnell talked about in the best article that was ever written. I thought I knew what made me successful, but I was wrong. And he said if we could ever get everybody on the same page, companies could get to a billion dollars in sales. But you got 40 or 50 different people with 40 or 50 who have the Elvis complex and they want to be Elvis instead of being the leader that develops other leaders. So it it is the million dollar question in this in this industry. Absolutely, now, I think, positively is. I, I think I I have a reason, and, and I think it goes back to being uncomfortable. Right? We we've been building the mindset in this industry that you're. Um, you're an entrepreneur and we've been teaching people or 
telling people and preaching to people that listen this you are the the head of your own team you are the the leader this is your business but in reality we need to treat brand new people as if they're employees first building them to become the entrepreneur and leader of their business or franchise owner that's right and we don't do that at all. We do not bring people in and say, okay, these are the tasks that you need to complete if you want to take your business to the first level. Yeah, we're, go- we're going to start you on the counter taking orders. Yep. And if you, if you do well and you do that well enough to teach somebody else, then we're going to teach you the next phase and then the next phase and the next phase and the next phase. And then down the road, we're going to hand you the keys and you can run your own you can run your own McDonald's and you can you can you can build teams of McDonald's franchises all over the country now because you know the system and and it's real simple i mean it it's just common sense if if everybody that, that got hired at McDonald's we treat them like network markers you'd walk in there and you'd have people in the back running around doing all kinds of stuff you know, trying to come up with their own recipes, and, and nobody would get served, and no products would get sold, and they would all go out of business. But the the only reason the network marketing business model is still around is because it's so powerful. Because the way the way it's been done makes no common business sense, and the rest of the world looks at us and thinks, "What are these people doing?" Yeah, the turnover rate's unbelievable, and it and it's truly only um, I, I'm I'm responsible for part of that. I mean, I, I've put in hundreds of people who and hundreds of people have left because I didn't give them anything to do. I did not. And Throw the ball. I, I, I have I had, yeah I didn't take any responsibility for their development in their own um, future. And I, you know, I have to be responsible for that. And that's we people don't see the big picture. They don't get it. They they just see a product that they're sharing. They don't see what it can actually become. They don't create vision within their, their themselves. And this is this is where the that uncom like I truly felt uncomfortable. I felt comfortable asking them for money. I got really good at asking them to give me some money, but I didn't feel really good about going, okay, you gave me money, now here's your job. Because I, I felt like that I don't want people to feel like they work for me. But at the beginning, if you're not willing to work even for you, you're never going to get to the next level to the second stage or the the next step. That's, and that, that's, I, that's, that's right. And see, I, I feel like most leaders don't, don't, don't get this, you know, uh, it, it's just, it's, I've told you, I, I, it, it haunts me. <laughs> it just haunts me. Because it is real common sense. And well, I don't want to work. I'm going to do it my own way. Well, Look, you cannot, you can't duplicate personality. Personality cannot be duplicated. The only thing that can be duplicated is systems. 
And that's why franchises are run by 17-year-old kids. Because it can be duplicated. You can take the guy out of the McDonald's here in Atlanta and put him in Dallas or, or Louisiana or anywhere else you want to put him. And if his job there was to, to keep the French fryer going, he'll keep the French fryer going because he's mm-hmm. well-trained. It's not, it's not difficult to figure out. For, but but it is it's it's the most it's the most clear it's it, it it's it's unbelievable it's really unbelievable to me uh because and it's been unbelievable to me really through my out my whole career uh i because you know if everybody's doing it one way which is their own way does not mean that it's necessarily the way to do it yeah, it it comes down, I, Dale. It just comes down to the the rinse and repeat. If you're if you get started by somebody who has no clue what they're doing, you're not going to have a clue what you're doing. And that rinse and repeat system, until companies figure that out, until companies figure out that if a person starts at affiliate. Or, or whatever, or whatever, you know, representative or whatever they are, even at the company level, there should be a step one task. Rather, I mean, we got too many people coming in and they're paying their fees, but they're not given any direction. Okay, listen, if you want to get to step two, this is what you got to do. It's it's sequential, you know, that's the word. It's a very sequential learning process. You throw them the ball, they complete the task. You throw it back, you throw them the ball, they complete the task. And it's getting a person to a point of delegation where you can hand them the keys to the McDonald's. And in the beginning, you have to direct them, direct, direct. Once they know what to do, then you coach them. Did you remember to say this? Did you follow up here? You're coaching. And then you get to a point where they know what to do. They've been directed. They know how to do it. Then you got to support them and encourage them. Once they know what to do, you can't. If you support somebody, encourage somebody, and they don't know what to do, they are not going to do anything. But you support and direct, and then your ultimate goal is to get them to a point where you can hand them the keys to the McDonald's, and then and then they can duplicate. Then they can duplicate. If they if they duplicate on their personality, it always stops. It never duplicates. <laughs> you just create a lot of followers. Huh? Yeah, that's right. If you, it, I, I'm in that boat, Dale. I've I know. created a lot a lot of followers. Yeah, and they not love a lot you. Of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They get, oh look, Curry's on Curry's on Facebook Live. Let's see what he has to say tonight. He's gonna make us That's laugh. It. That's it. I'm I a know. dancing monkey, Dale. <laughs> but see, but you have that talent that most people don't. Most people can't even develop the work. Most people cannot develop followers, and they're out there trying to because somebody is teaching them to. Correct. Yeah, I, I personally have attempted to duplicate what I do and realize that it's almost it's almost impossible. 
people will attempt, but in my in what I've watched is that they they will only attempt so far. You, it's a lot of work to to it's a lot of work to be me. It's a lot of work to be you, and the the people who actually go out and do the real work have real results, but the ones who won't even duplicate that won't see the results. So it's, it is, it's tough without that actual proven step-by-step system. That's right. That, that, that the 27 percenters can do, can implement without any special talents or skill sets. They're just going to have to be teachable and have some determination about them. But they don't have to be great in front of a camera. They don't have to know how to close. They don't have to know how to do all this other stuff that everybody's trying to teach them that they must do. If you don't have a blog, you can't be successful. If you don't do this, you'll never make it. You know, we've gotten so far away from the core fundamentals that it's scary because this business always has been. It's a personal development program with a compensation plan attached. If you build people, people will build the business. And and you can't build people if you just sign them up and, and ignore them. I, I can attest to that, Dale. I spent the last three years reading, um, following some amazing people, listening to specific audios on a weekly basis to keep myself um, on track for my own why, you know, it's it, because there's distractions. There's so many distractions that, that especially in today's world, I, mean, I couldn't imagine y'all, I, no, no offense, Dale, but y'all had like six channels on TV when you were growing up. I, I got 700. At three. Uh, three. Three. <laughs> three. And, and, I, yeah, and I said it, you know, I'm so thankful that I was able to create the knowledge base at the time than I was because I feel I feel sorry for people that are joining network marketing organizations today, not getting strong leadership or people that understand these concepts and are willing to play ball with them because they're going to go out, they're going to talk too much, and then they're going to start looking for the foo-foo dust and you know, they end up going to buy a $2,000 course that they don't need, thinking it's the magic bullet, and then they get discouraged, and they're gone. And there's a lot of really, really, really good people that have entered this industry over the last five, ten years who should still be here and should be the next generation of leaders that that left, and that's discouraging to me. We can't afford as a profession, as an industry, to lose people that should be the next generation of leaders. That's why I was so hard on you, and I have been since I met you. And I appreciate it. I I do. Uh, the, the guidance, I, I, but I will tell you, I mean, maybe it's military. Maybe it's my upbringing that I know how hard-headed I can be and having someone give me direct um, not affirmations but direct guidance that 
may seem harsh to others, it, I appreciate it because it gets me out of my own comfort zone. It gets me out of my own. We we don't want to make people uncomfortable, Dale. We want people to feel good and be happy and have emotions. And to get to the next level, I mean, Dale, I, I left a nine-year career to go do a whole nother field because somebody asked me a question on LinkedIn. Um, can I set up a call and have a, have a meeting with you? And they offered me something and I left the comfort of nine years to go in a different direction. And they didn't ask me if, if I, they, they weren't concerned about my emotional state. They weren't concerned about if I was happy or not. They, they expected me to perform a job. And in this field, we ask a lot of feeling questions. Are you, are you okay? Are you happy? Is this making you happy? I, we, I, maybe, maybe I'm just a little bit hard-headed, but I, I think emotion plays way too much into the tasks. That's powerful, and that's true. That's true. Dale, I... Let me ask you this. You, I know what your first question you ask people, but I remember the moment that that man who I talked about at that first meeting went to, and he asked, he asked two questions. He asked everybody in that room. There's about 700 people in that room. He said, how many of you want to make a lot of money? And I didn't raise my hand because I didn't understand anything that we were talking about. So I just, I just was like, what is going on? And, you know, 99% of the people raised their hand. And he, he said, well, who wants to make a little bit of money? And I raised my hand. I said, yeah, I'd love to make a little bit of money. And he looked right at me and he says, you're one of the, you goes, you're one of the only honest one, ones in here. Because people don't understand it at the beginning, everybody's eager to make a lot of money. That's why we play the lottery. But I don't shouldn't the first – Some do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's why, yeah. But if if – the first question really is, is do you want to make a little bit of money or do you want to make a lot of money? That could set the stage for whether you're going to be in the sales role for a long time or you're going to be on track for leadership role. Because the leaders, because of the, you know, the direct proportion of leaders on your team, the leaders have the potential to make a lot of money. Leadership is the highest paid profession in the world, in the world. Management's not. Most people are trying to manage their groups. It's not. Ma it's leading. You can yep. lead a thousand. You can't carry three on your back. And it's leadership. And I don't know if you're, you probably don't remember Lee Iacocca and Chrysler Corporation and all that crisis and Lee Iacocca came in and just turned that company around, and the way he did it was by leadership. It's, it's all about leadership. I mean, you know, you look at teams, and you can have teams with, with a lot of talent, but if there's not somebody leading that talent, that's why Kentucky basketball is so phenomenal because they, their leader, Mr. Calipari. You had you to know, throw it in, didn't you? you had I to had throw to throw it, it in. in, yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it, so it's good stuff, man, and I, I'm excited for you because I, you know I know that that 
the leadership de- development paradigm shift has happened for you. I've seen, I watched it, and it's like I, it, it, when that happens for talented people, it changes the whole course of your of your path from this point on. And, and I am so excited for you because of that. Because you know, there's people that are top income earners in companies all over the country who've never had that shift. And a lot of times, Curry, they're really miserable people because people come up to them and say, well, how do you do this? How do you do that? Well, I want to do this. I want to do that. And it's like, really, they got there, but they really don't have a clue how they did it. Sure. Again, for those of you that are listening that haven't read that Mark Yarnell article, I thought I knew what made me successful, but I was wrong. It's a mandatory read. This would be a great time to read it. Uh, TopMLMTrainingArticles.com. It's one of the 24 there, and it's it's a it's a really good read. Curry, I I look I, I look so forward to watching what happens for you and your family from and your business and the people on your team from from this point forward because I know it's going to be an awesome awesome adventure for you. And uh, I'm glad that we get to document it on this podcast. Five years, we'll go back and we'll be talking about this, my friend. <laughs> it's going to be a wild ride, Dale. It is. Uh, people want to get a hold of you. What do they need to do? Where's your, uh, your you website, curryrussell.com. Uh, you're on social me- media daily. Uh, yep. Is that the best? It's spell your name yep. so they know exactly how to find you. C-U-R-R-Y-R-U-S-S-E-L-L dot com. Yeah. Anything else you want to end this with before we before we let people go? Any last words of you like to say? Guys, I want to just my, – my massive, massive points of advice for you going forward. Number one, don't be afraid of no. Don't, don't let that be the deterrent when you're trying to build your business from the beginning. Um, and don't be afraid of the system. Plug into it. Fall in love with it. Try to duplicate it. That's the plan. That, is, that should have been my plan, and I'm seeing this from a higher elevation now, and it's time to uh, see what can happen. Awesome, Curry. Thanks for being with me. I I might probably have you back maybe in a year or something. We can just kind of document this whole process from where you are to uh, uh, who knows where you're going. But I know it's going to be good. So maybe we could do that. That would be fun. It would be a lot of fun, Dale. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being with us. No problem. Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.